it's a war zone out there. I don't know if we can keep our, our any of our defenses for this. Did you get the plans for the best podcast? Yeah. But I'm being followed by... God, it's 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 Dusty Vader. Yes, baby, you got the Dusty Vader man here. Excuse my breathing, but it is a bit dusty if I do say so myself, baby. I've been out here in the galaxy, whining and dining with kings and queens, sleeping in alleys in Tatooine, baby. Yeah. And I got the best podcast for you, baby. It's called the Turnbuckle Report. hey Hey, folks, this is the guy, Chad. You can catch us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Potomac, and more to come. You can catch us every Wednesday. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Stay healed, baby. In a world where no one can leave their homes in quarantine, Wait a second, that's this world. Hey there folks, it's the people's host, Leland, bringing you an exciting announcement from RCW, presenting April 4th, Lockdown. This will be a live stream worldwide from Kitsch Radio, filmed at the Brass Saddle in Pueblo, Colorado. Will Balaam defend his title? Will Irish Extreme be able to defend his title? You've gotta find out. And the only way to find out is on live stream. Check it out, folks. April 4th is Rumble time. Woo! Welcome, folks, to another episode of the Turnbuckle Report. Your people's host here, Leland. With me tonight, I got the dog father himself, Josh. What's up? What is happening, my dude? I'm feeling good. That's what's happening. It's a cocktail show. And we can't do a cocktail show without turning to my immediate left. Chad, the guy, what's up? Hey, Leland. I just I wanted to say I'm really excited. I'm a first-time caller into the show. Uh, I, have a, <laughs> I have a question for the big dog. Hey, hey big dog, wh- what did you think of SmackDown this week? Let me tell you what I thought about SmackDown. Two words came to mind, Smack and Down. And that's right when I knew I was watching SmackDown, Friday night. Damn, Big Dog, you're always insightful, man. Thanks for letting me be on the show. You're welcome. Say hi to your mother for me. Well, that was quick. I mean, so so right into the show, you got to bust my chops over my headset. No, man, I love it. Knowing that nobody nobody can hear. So before we got on air, it's a whole thing, the headset. I'm like, hey, guys, check out my new headset. And Josh just totally just cuts his promo on me about, my, well, go ahead, Josh, go ahead, tell him, tell him about my my crappy headset. Well, it makes it funny because it makes it you sound like you have a lisp, and it kind of like distorts your voice. So it's like, uh, yeah, hi, um, uh, I'm I'm my name's Billy, and I'm calling in from Illinois, and uh, I just want to know if I can talk on the show because I really like your guys' show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I don't. I've never laughed like that. Never. I mean, it is the I cocktail mean, show, guys. What are you drinking on tonight? Um, I have peppermint schnapps and hot chocolate because you know while you're on quarantine, there's nothing that goes together better than peppermint schnapps 
and hot chocolate. <laughs> Back to you, Josh. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Thanks, Chad. What I'm drinking tonight is a nice, tall glass of ale. I'm talking caramelized over three years in a brick oven, then poured onto Alaskan ice carved out of a small child's arm. <laughs> Back to you, Leland. What? So a Bud Light? Uh, actually, it's just a white small claw. child. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'm starting out with uh, Blue Moon tonight, and uh, I got a bucket of beers down here. My wife was quick to tell me, so I'm filling up a uh, bucket of ice and putting a putting a handful of beers in there. You know. Because I do the show in my illustrious uh, high-dollar sound room, um, i.e. my closet. So I sit in my closet recording podcasts and drink on beer. So she looks at me and she says, you guys are, you guys are, you guys are going to need some, uh, some counseling when this is all said and done. So maybe I'm drinking too much. It's possible. I don't know. This quarantine's getting in my head. I feel like this podcast is our outlet and it is our counseling it's how we all come together and we talk about our problems with wrestling and then we feel really mm-hmm. good yes. afterwards you know what i mean like then it's we clear the air we talk about what we don't like and what we do like and then everything's fine and we move on with our lives and we release the episode on wednesdays and everybody's happy mm-hmm. i don't know man i don't feel like i have a problem just because i'm down in like 15 drinks a night i don't see that as an issue it's not a problem I'll tell you right now, I don't know what the WWE's problem is because uh, this empty empty arena thing is easy for me. Walking with Elias? I don't know what you mean. I record by myself, as formerly mentioned, in a closet. So it doesn't stop me is what I'm saying. It's got to come I, out um, the closet. I know how to handle my business. Leland's going to come it's out the closet. Like, I don't come out like the you're, closet. You're I, trying to sing the R. Kelly song. And I got my gun! Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that bitch is in the closet. Oh, wait, I'm in the closet. I don't even know who's in the closet, but I'm going to hit a bitch. <laughs> yeah. So when I walked down my stairs, and then I opened the door, then I walked in the room, and I closed the door behind me. I noticed there was a closet, so I stepped right inside, and I grabbed out my mic, and I called two other guys to record the turnbuckle. <laughs> and I pulled out my gun! See, that was more of like a tenacious D there. I always just think of like the South Park version of that where like he's being interviewed by the police or being interviewed by a TV station and he's doing that damn song. And the end of that, references he's like, R. Kelly and you don't think back to South Park. Are you even human? <laughs> he just every time he's like, no, and I not. pulled out my gun. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't he say that in the song? He's like watching his old lady get, you know, doing the two-time on him, and then all of a sudden he's like, and I pulled out my gun? Well, hang on, hang on. I didn't know you had a gun. Why are you Why are you sitting in the closet with a gun? Calm down, man. Maybe, it was in the closet. Maybe work some shit out. But now we all know why. Now we all know why. He, like, he likes to keep women in prison and stuff. So, you know, I mean, it's a weird guy. Weird guy. Oh, man. I mean, we got we had some good, we had some decent wrestling. Thank you to, you know, AEW. But we had some high spots, right? I mean, we, we saw Stone Cold on Monday. Did anybody pop for that? Uh, to answer your question, wrestling felt like it sucked this week except for AEW, by the way. If you want my yes. opinion. Like, I don't give a shit about 20 minutes of re-watching a pay-per-view I've already seen on, on Raw. 
other than Stone Cold coming out and asking the crowd to go, hell yeah, and there was nobody there. Um, Brian Saxton. Yeah. Saxton, he's like, hell yeah! <laughs> hell yeah! Yeah, he paid for that, didn't he? Oh, man, did Stone Cold kick him in the dick or what? Yeah, I think he actually did kick him. I didn't he even went, see that he, coming. That wasn't a miss. He straight he up kicked just, him in the dick. Saxton. No, he straight up got kicked in the dick. <laughs> he did. That was he, a real Stone kick. Stone Cold... He, Stone Cold should have stretched or something a little more before that because he just, yep, he got the old one eye there. Yeah, he got uh, him. Sad for Saxton. <laughs> and then poor Saxton, he had to play that role for another, what, like 10 minutes when Becky Lynch comes out. He's like, oh, fuck my dick, I need ice. And Becky's coming out and she's like, hey, that's what happens when you mess with the man. And Stone Cold, he's like, fuck, someone give me some ice for my dick. Poor guy. <laughs> It's like, what happens? I get kicked in the dick? I thought it was supposed to get kicked in the stomach here. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Not even. So there I was. I was in the fucking ring with Stone Cold Steve fucking Austin. You gotta hear this fucking story. So there I was. I say, hell yeah. He says, hell yeah. I thought we had a fucking moment. He invites me down to the fucking ring. I go in there. He gives me a beer. I think this is gonna be the best time of my life. He kicks me right in the gonads. I go down. The man comes out who's actually a girl, but she's a man. It's it's a uh, she's a well. So anyway, so she looked at me and said, "Get fucked." And I was like, "Dang it!" Back to you, Jerry. Dang it! Dang it. Back to you, kid. That was wrong. Oh my God. All that right there, that was wrong. That was literally it, wasn't it? And then Rey Mysterio winning his match. That was it? Like, they, sh- they should have just, like, ended it there and put, like, Hey Arnold music. <laughs> and then it just ends. Exactly. Like, <laughs> the, Yeah, Stone Cold seemed off, man. He seemed so off. Like, the, the, that was... I get the whole, you know, you gotta have a crowd to get the pop and, and to feed off of that and everything, and... That was never more evident than when Stone Cold was in that um, in that ring. I mean, I you could tell Attitude Era served him well, and wow, I kind of feel for the guy. I really do. I the WWE is not doing themselves any favors, right? Didn't you say you no. didn't think he would show up? You were like, "There's no way Stone Cold's character only worked off of crowd hype yeah. and pop." How would he ever... And he still showed up, right? And then he still did his whole gimmick, too. He's like, let me get a hell yeah! And then he was he did his whole thing, mm-hmm. and and then he, he even said, he's like, there's no crowd here. Fuck it! Can I get a hell yeah! And then Saxon, of course, worked him in. And yeah. I was like, eh, oh, this is terrible. This is just bad. I love Stone Cold, but that was just... It was hard to watch. I'm sorry. That that raw start well, to finish was hard for me. The only highlight for me, honestly, was Rey Mysterio. It, He's Ray Mysterio, and I, and I know we're on limited time with this guy. I love seeing him in the ring, and, and he that match it didn't seem like he needed a crowd. It, it just he did really well. It was a flawless match. It was entertaining. Um, I couldn't ask for more with that. But it's, it's just cutting the promos, I think, in these empty arenas, and then they're trying to fill in the slots with uh, you know these colorful personalities. Uh, you know, we got Gronk back. Um, oh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's rough. It's rough. For sure. And I think Josh claimed something that I think he was right about. At first I was like, no, the House of Mouse isn't trying to get WWE. But then Cole goes, ESPN is going to be airing old WrestleMania events until WrestleMania yeah. comes on Sunday or when it when it, when it comes out. And I was like, ESPN is yep. going to be playing old WrestleMania? Who owns ESPN? Disney? Maybe you're on to something, Josh. Maybe the big yeah. dog was right. I'm thinking so, bro. I'm thinking, I'm telling you, I'm thinking Disney is low-key trying to buy them right now. That's crazy. 
WWE and Disney, man. So then, yeah, then I mean, everything's going to be on ESPN, Disney Plus. They, they, yeah, right. ESPN. They played. Um, they played WrestleMania 30 to hype. You know, to, which is arguably one of the better WrestleManias. It's, you know, could be one of the best of all time. So it's a good pick to to play a a previous WrestleMania. But it's interesting that now we have no other live sports, but we still have wrestling. And ESPN picked that up. It took it took the coronavirus for ESPN to recognize wrestling as a sport. Go figure. Hmm. Interesting. Can, yeah. Can I back something up? You think WrestleMania yeah. 30 is one of the best? You can back that ass up. Ooh, shit. Ooh. Yeah, Boy, absolutely. When you say that. Mm, back that ass up. I got a little into that. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I got a little yeah. into it. Sorry. Sorry. I've, I've been drinking. I'm getting ready to pop it up. Yeah, I absolutely think <clears throat> WrestleMania 30 is one of the best. 17, in my opinion. Is that because... Well, 17 is my favorite of all time, but I think 30 is one of the best. I like WrestleMania 9. <laughs> Johnny, I'm glad you called in. John, I'm glad John, I'm glad you called in. Uh, we're going to hang up on you now. Okay, thanks, guys, for having me on the air. Thanks, guys. It was awesome. Oh, Lord. Stop it now. Oh, that's a dark hole. That's man, we, we got to get into this a little bit. So why do you think 30 was the best of all time? You know, yeah, I'm not trying to catch the cheap heat here, but yeah, that John Cena Bray Wyatt um, main event just was was it for me. I thought the psychology in that match was enough. It honestly, it was one of the first times um, I watched a John Cena match and was totally over. Um, leading up to that, I just I really didn't care about John Cena. But there's a point in that match where Bray Wyatt. You, Cena's getting ready to, to set him up, right? And he thinks he's he thinks he's got him for the FU. And he turns around and Bray Wyatt's doing this full bridge in the middle of the ring. And he's got this, you know, um, no pun intended. He's got that, you know, the movie The Ring. He's got that weird face and the hair's going over his face. And he just looks all creepy as shit. Yeah, I, I just thought the psychology was great in that match. And it, it really made it for me. Plus, the crowd was hot. I mean, it was ridiculous. Was that the one with Brock Lesnar and... Um... Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I got my WrestleManias mixed up. Is that not the one where, at the time he was heel, like he is now, um, and he cashed in the money in the bank against Brock Lesnar? It was Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, and then um, <clears throat> Burn It Down played. And uh, No. WrestleMania's 30 is where oh, The Undertaker lost the streak. Okay. I, I was yep. getting those mixed up. Yep. So now... You're quick to throw that out there. Is that the reason you hate WrestleMania 30? Uh, uh, one of the reasons. I mean, the Undertaker-Brock match was, I mean, subpar at best. Uh, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle, I, th- I think that was that was the first one for that, right? Wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yep. Mm-hmm. That, that was just kind of, I mean, everybody knew Big Show was going to w- win that. So, I mean, I don't know. And then that's also during the era where they had um, corporate, too. So I, I, I was, I thought that was all stupid. I thought it was pretty cool having uh, Daniel Bryan and Triple H, man. I mean, those guys put on a clinic. It was a gauntlet for him, though. Daniel Bryan had to keep advancing to the next matches, man. That was a crazy, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Was WrestleMania thirty the one where Hulk Hogan like got mixed up and he thought he was at the Silverdome? Yes, dude. Speaking of WrestleMania, though, what do you guys think about the WrestleMania situation? I like okay, the idea that I'm, they're going to I'm, I'm off glad you June. brought that up. So, I was I was over on the June idea. Yeah, Me too. Because you know, give this a little more time, and and 
you know, I, I don't know. Maybe that created too many problems for him. However, what was the, oh man, I've been drinking and I've slept. What the hell was it called? The, um, J the new Japan, their version of WrestleMania. What is that called? Wrestle world or wrestle something? What the hell? I don't I had know. It in January. I watched enough new Japan. I don't know. It's their big event every year. Well, anyway, they do a two night, uh, they do a whole weekend. They do a two night show. So they cut the thing in half. And during that time, I, I thought I was talking to you, Chad, you did. on an off-air conversation. I said, yeah. man, I would really like if WrestleMania did that. Because seven hours in one day, that, that's a free... That's a, I love wrestling, but the hell, that's a lot of wrestling. That's a, And it's not just all wrestling. I mean, it's 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 a lot of, you know... They, they put in some filler stuff there. Like last year, they had R-Truth out there dancing, doing the dance party break. We didn't need all that. So, you know, breaking it up into the two-night thing, I really like. I just hate the fact that we're going to do it at the Performance Center and we're going to take away those grandiose entrances. We're going to take away any kind of crowd, obviously. So, Wrestling Kingdom. I guess with all that Wrestle Kingdom, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Google. So with that, <sighs> there's pros and cons, I guess what I'm saying. I'm really, I'm really, I'm really stuck in the middle on it. I, I want the crowd there and I want those grandiose entrances and the pop. So for that, let's wait until June. But the two night thing wouldn't have become a thing without this um, this 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 virus. I mean, without this going on, I would love to see <clears throat> WrestleMania go as a two night event. If you leave the first night on a cliffhanger, pick up where it left off on Sunday. You're giving people something to watch, right? So you're just ending it on a on a high note, and then giving people more what they want on a Sunday night. I think it's clever. Um, and well, you, and you're I'm right; it needs to be for. split. What I'm hoping for is with this two-night thing is that – and it's going to be pre-recorded. I hope they animate in a crowd to get like a stand-in crowd. You know what I mean? They can make that look great. They think, can have them wrestle on a green screen. Do you just think – I mean because everybody would know it's a fake crowd, but do you just think the idea of having you know visually it's aesthetically a little better? Is that what so, you're thinking? think about this. You take – the freaking ring and have it normal, but everything else, the barrier, the crowd and everything, they're wrestling in a room that's completely green and they could animate mm -hmm. in any special crowd. So like, if it's like Braun Strowman comes out, you have like old, like Athenian time and they're like on the outside of the, of the ring. So it would make it feel like you have an actual crowd there and you can animate the crowd reacting to them. You could, you can make it as cool as you want it. You know, and there was some talk about that too, because they do a lot of the animation now, for when, uh, when the wrestlers, you know, when they have their entrance, they'll have like the Braun Strowman dog head coming down on the screen. So I don't see why they couldn't do that. Right. Uh, Roman Reigns. I would be over on that. I, I just because think, think about um, it. it's like a post-apocalyptic world. They could have totally changed the theme then to like a virtual reality then, and change the complete theme of WrestleMania to VR. Yeah, but <laughs> I think have, where they, they would kill lemonade. it. <clears throat> I, I think where they would kill this though is inevitably you would have somebody trying to hype the fake crowd and that's where they would lose me. I mean, we all let's make, make fun of there's no crowd there. I, I'm fine with that. I mean, look what AEW was able to accomplish on Wednesday. By they, not they had filming no crowd, empty so they stands. Put the, that, that's all it took. Just and they, reposition the camera. And they put the boys around the crowd. Right. They put the boys around the ring. That's all they did. I don't think that would be hard, hard to watch. I think if, if you had like a fake crowd, you know, like Braun Strowman come out there. And he went out there and threw his arms up, 
and you know the fireworks went off and and you had an animated like like big like orc crowd throw their arms up too and he could be like standing there it would look cool though <coughs> i feel like AEW's yeah, entrance is so. already I mean, designed for there's that there's way type they could anyways. do it well i mean definitely so AEW has has the boys come out basically they have the talent come out and they put the heels on one side and the baby faces on the other uh, what a genius idea I heard, you know, I heard uh, Mark Henry talking about this earlier in the week, and he said that he loved that idea because it reminded him of training, basically. Because what you would do in the Performance Center, and I know he was way before the Performance Center, but I, I would imagine they do this now, is when you're in training, you put the boys around the ring, and the guys in the ring are trying to impress their coworkers, basically. So that's the feel that it had for him. And I, and you know, I've never, I never wrestled. So I thought, wow, that's, that's a really cool point to, to point out there. And, and that, that, that's what that would look like. So I thought it totally worked. I mean, seeing MJF out there taking bets and they, they had, had some great angles there. What did you think about what Cody came out and said, you know, his, his opening remarks? Uh, he kind of made it sound like I there's no tomorrow. An expert. Great. I think promos are in his blood. And I think Cody Rhodes currently is the best in-ring promo guy, talker, however you want to word it, that he's the best in the industry. I couldn't, I couldn't disagree with you there. I mean, you're absolutely right. That guy knows what he's doing and you're absolutely right. He has it in his blood. Um, It just kind of felt like when he came out, he was just, even though he pointed out there was no audience, it's almost like it made us feel like, it's okay that there's no audience here because we're we're AEW and we're still going to kick kick ass tonight, and yeah. and they did. I mean that they uh, ruled the ratings, they took over completely in that. Uh, they destroyed NXT, but why did they destroy NXT? Because NXT decided to p- replay Takeover, which Takeovers are great. I love Takeovers, but that's that's cheap. That's a cheap way to do it, and. I was really disappointed. I don't want to skim over AEW too much here. I know there's still some meat on the bone here. But just to flash forward, I was really disappointed that after what AEW did on Wednesday, the WWE on SmackDown, they still stayed with the old script. Like, why why wouldn't you look at what they were able to accomplish and see the reaction from the fans on social media? Um, You know, the, 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 yeah, especially social media see the reaction, why wouldn't you change that up and maybe do some of those things? Is it because they're afraid to look like AEW? What is it? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't want to follow. <clears throat> they want to follow suit because then they're, they're going to take flack. They're going to get it from the fans. They'll get it from <laughs> the community. They'll, they'll get it from everywhere. They had to stick to what they've already done. AEW had the advantage, but right? In, because they already seen... In this weird time right now, don't you have to change? Don't you have to adapt? Nah, I mean, AEW had the advantage. They already seen what WWE was doing. You know, they had two shows to follow suit, so they were like, you know what, we're not going to do it like that. Here's why I think Cody Rhodes and AEW were better Wednesday night. Here's the, the biggest Here's the biggest thing. They both could be perfect, okay? They both have no crowd shows. Even if you line a couple dudes on the outside, that's not going to change you. Here's the difference. Why Cody Rhodes and everybody else on AEW were given believable promos was because although they didn't have a crowd, they were talking to the camera. So the person they were trying to amp up was us, the viewers. WWE, on the other hand, pretended that they were talking to nobody. Huh. So it was re- so it was received by nobody. 
That's the difference. It's cringy. That's how you know someone can cut a promo or not. Are you talking to the person that you want to see it, or are you just talking? Like, if there's not a crowd, talk to the camera. If there's a crowd, talk to the crowd. If there's if 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 there's no crowd there, you got to talk to somebody, right? Or no one will believe it. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, and maybe that's the difference is those those. Um, I'm not trying to say those tight cuts, I guess you could say, when the camera's like right in their face and the the um, the wrestlers are talking right into the camera. They're not even focused on if there's a crowd there or not. Hey, you're absolutely right. Better so creative. with SmackDown, we've got uh, we've got old uh, Gronkowski. We got him showing up. I'm actually kind of excited to see what he's going to do hosting WrestleMania. The guy's full of charisma. I think that if he actually comes in and starts wrestling, he'll do well. Well, there's a lot of talk about that right now. I don't know if we're going to see that in WrestleMania, but he has signed a, um, I don't know how long it is, but he signed a contract with the WWE. So he's not, he's not just around for WrestleMania host. Uh, I could see him, I could see him taking, um, taking and getting in the ring. I would actually like that. There's been a lot of XFL player or XFL X NFL players uh, that have went on to have great successful careers in the WWE. So I could see it. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Ron Simmons. Damn. Mm-hmm. Wasn't uh wasn't Dusty Rhodes an act, Rhino. a football player? Rhino was. <laughs> well, I mean fucking everybody was. You know what I mean? Everybody. None of it to work. Every one of them were, re- were <laughs> football actually, players. It, none of it is Every, actually work. Wasn't the Miz the, the quarterback they had for to old, be a for football player? Old Miz was the Miz, Miz was the quarterback, quarterback for Ole Miz. Yes, you're absolutely right. He was the quarterback of these nuts, and, you know, he now look at him. He's beautiful. God bless. Beautiful. You know who's beautiful is his wife, by what the way. Maurice match? doesn't look like she's had two kids. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Check out the, you check out the rack on that girl. Maurice, Maurice is just gorgeous, <laughs> man. Was, Good for the Miz. It was like a 10-point buck. Whew. It was like I was looking to the eye of a bald eagle. And he looked back at me and said, America. And I knew right then, because we were in Russia, I had to kill that son of a bitch. <laughs> and in that exact moment, that's the same thought I got when I looked into Maurice's tits. I thought, God damn it, I gotta pound that son of a bitch. <laughs> that, is, that is fucking terrible. But I will say, if the Miz would grow a beard, do you think he should use TBR1 promo code for pixel beards? He's going to have to. If he grows one. And let me tell you why that is. Chad, you bring up a damn good point. I know. Because unlike you, I can grow a beard. I can grow a 10-foot beard. <laughs> I can grow an 8-foot beard. Listen, only way I get my beard supplies from pixelbeards.com. They got the beard balm. They got the beard oil. They got the poopy spray. They got the lip balm. They got so much shit, I said, holy shit. <laughs> Listen. TBR1, get yourself 20% off your first purchase. I can guarantee you the only thing you're going to regret is how long it's taken you to find the promo code. Listen, TBR1, 20% off your first purchase. Again, that's pixelbids.com. You heard it from me. Beat them tits. Let's go. Beat them tits. And make sure your wife comes out of the shower and says, look at my fucking tits. And you tell her at least you ain't got no damn beard. But if you did, Pixel Beards would have your back just like they got mine. And I'm going to slap your behind. Now come here, you're fine. Man, all of what you just said was assault. 
Good for you, Josh. I know. Good for you. That's how, you yeah, know what, you need when to, I get out of the shower, Put the gun down, listen, R. Kelly, and get back in the closet. <laughs> listen, let me go ahead and tell you dudes what happens, okay? Basically, I get in the shower. I put on my beard wash. I look at my babe. I go, damn, what a beautiful day. So I step outside. I grab my beautiful babe. I grab a beer, and I take in Cosmic's rays. And I think to myself, huh, fuck. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> fuck. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, I can I can work it, with that. It, oh yeah. So you took a shower and then walked outside. <laughs> yeah. You didn't even get Don't dressed. You? Don't you just hop Those out of your shower little... and then walk straight outside and go hot damn. Hot damn. Listen, Quarantine is over. I can step I outside. I don't think your neighbors would appreciate that. Leland, I'm telling you, I walk outside. Okay. I grab a top hat and I walk outside and go ah da 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 da. <laughs> yep, exactly. Then the neighbors come out and they're like, hello, governor. <laughs> so yep. then the cops get called. It's awkward every time because they're like, yo, you're naked. I said, I got a salvation, Ossifer. They always ask me, how much you had to drink this evening? And I tell them, listen, listen, if I didn't drink, I wouldn't be alive, okay? I'm not a fish. So, of course, I had something to drink, but it was a Dr. Pepper of 23 flavors. One of them was vodka, flavors. one of them was rum, and one of them was your mother. Forget about oh, it. Oh, shit. Ew. That is not a work. That is not a work. You know what's funny about that? There was a line. Oh, my goodness. There was a line, and then Josh stepped over it. Mm-hmm. It was like a line in the sand that you know you're not supposed to cross, and then you do. You do. And Josh is there now. But what's great but about what? that? We're on we can do that on mm-hmm. wrestling yeah, with a we're cocktail. All, we're all going stir crazy. All right. We're all going stir crazy. It's like way too much TV. I'm watching documentaries I should never be watching. Uh, I think my <laughs> WWE network is broken. It's ridiculous. What are you rewatching? Um, like bringing home a baby? What was that show on TLC years ago? Just fucking binge watching like. Baby stories or whatever yes. the fuck they are. <laughs> yeah, that was John and K plus eight. They had the wildest stories. <laughs> oh my goodness! No, seriously, I'm I've got the uh, ninety day fiance going on. Oh shit! They got this little short guy with no neck. I love him. What love was him. that He's show that your wife Every... was watching with the boat, and mm-hmm. it was following the life and times of all the employees on the boat getting treated like shit. Oh my Water god! World. I don't even know what this. I don't even know what this. <laughs> Deck life is what. It, then I this don't guy even pissed know. in a cup and drank it. Oh I have no God. fucking clue what it's called, but it that that's what's going on. I walk in, I'm like, babe, what are you watching? She's like, oh, it's, 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 it's these rich people, and, and we're it's watching Big Brother Atlantic. <laughs> it's so terrible. I'm yeah. like, oh, well, I'm going to go. We're on quarantine. What else are you going to watch? Here's the thing, lady. I'm going to go in the bedroom. I'm going to clean my gun, and then I'm going to shoot myself in the fucking head. Oh what if they God. had a season of Big Brother, but they were on a cruise ship? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what that show was. Awesome. It would it was called Big yeah, Brother it called, Atlantic. Uh, it was called COVID-19. <laughs> the herpes edition. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you want to hear something funny? So, this is true story. The Germany Big Brother. It was either Europe or Germany. I forgot. I forgot where, where it was at. Russia, Who the wherever. Fuck is? Whatever the foreign Big Brother is that was going on right now, they have no clue. So, they just let them know, like, the other day. <laughs> they had no fucking what? clue what was going on. Yeah. They had no idea. Oh my God! Can you imagine? 
they're quarantined. Guys, I can you're about ready to win $500,000 and get this. There's a pan-fucking-demic and your family's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and your family's dead. And next, oh my Julie God. Chin. Oh, my God. You know what I would say? I would get off the boat and I'd go, you know what? Whether you're heel, whether you're babyface, you do you, baby. Production.